Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast. This is episode 71. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing here this evening? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Cool. All right, back again here once again to talk some baseball. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. All right, cool. Uh, starting off, uh, happy um, birthday uh, to the legendary one, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tony Gwynn's His birthday today. He would have been uh, 63 years old. I mean, Tony Gwynn, one of the all-time great baseball players, 15-time All-Star, eight batting titles, seven silver sluggers, five gold gloves, career batting average of 330. A, and he had at least 19 seasons where he hit above 300. And he went to the Hall of Fame in 20, 2017. I'm not 2017, but 2007. Um, we talk about a lot of great baseball players, you know, over the years, you know, doing this show and everything. But Tony Gwynn is to me, he seems like one of those names that kind of gets forgotten. People don't talk enough about him. Obviously, we talk about the the Cal Ripkins, the Ken Griffey Juniors, you know, the Jackie Robinsons, you know, the Roberto Clemente's, the Barry Bonds and everything, but you don't hear enough about, like, a Tony Gwynn, and he was just one of those guys who just, you know, very nice, very nice guy, and of course, I was telling you about, you know, his basketball stats, too, he's a very good basketball player, mm-hmm. basketball player as well, but yeah, he's a name that doesn't get talked about enough, he was probably one of the most pure, consistent hitters in the game, as you can see, I mean, having a career, uh, you know, career bat never three thirty eight. So that's that's pretty awesome. But um, how do you feel about Tony Gwynn? Do you think he gets enough attention as you know one of the all time greats? Because you don't hear, I don't hear his name mentioned enough. I feel no. Um, you actually hit the nail right on the head with that one. He doesn't get talked about. No, he's almost one of those players that if you know, you know. There you um, go. And because you know we grew up watching him play. Oh yeah, absolutely. And even though I was not a Padres fan, but I was a Tony Gwynn fan mm-hmm. because unlike a lot of the other players that, you know, we grew up, the generation we watched, you know, growing mm-hmm. up and everything, Tony Gwynn, for me, he stuck out in the sense of where he wasn't flashy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, he wasn't a home run hitter per se, mm-hmm. but he, he was, I always felt like his skill like he he approached the game in a way that I never really seen anybody else. He was very, I want to say necessarily methodical, but there was there was a art to his batting, and I think that's one reason why he won the batting title. I think it was like eight times um, mm-hmm. in his career, and why his career average was three thirty eight, and mm-hmm. it is crazy. Like. If he would have played probably longer, who's to say he wouldn't have got to that infamous, mysterious, all-time hit record? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's why I say he kind of stands out in a way of, uh, like I said earlier, he kind of stands out in the sense of he wasn't he wasn't a he wasn't he wasn't a Ken Griffey. He Mm -hmm. wasn't he wasn't a Barry Bonds. He Mm -hmm. wasn't. He wasn't a Ricky Henderson. He wasn't a uh, he, he wasn't an Andrew Jones. You know, mm-hmm. he he wasn't like though he wasn't 
the Kenny Lofton. He wasn't mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's just he was he was just Mr. Business, you know. Yeah. And he just went about his business. Yep. Yeah. He he he. he like I said, he if you if you knew who he was, you knew who he was. But yeah, I agree. He doesn't get talked about enough. He should mm-hmm. because I think a lot of players could look to him for inspiration as far as how to approach, you know, the game. Maybe from an offensive standpoint, even from a defensive standpoint. But mm-hmm. I really admired him for the way he he approached his batting. Like I said, it, it was something different about. Whenever he came to the play, I'll, to to sum it up, I would say how we talk about Greg Maddox as the professor, you know, the way he was as a pitcher, is kind of the same way with how Tony Gwynn was as a hitter, for me at least. Yeah, that's so. very, very, it was like an art form to him. Yeah. Coming to European, watching him at the plate and everything. Now, I wonder, now, do you think if he would have been in like a bigger market, maybe he would be getting more recognition? Like, say he played for like the Dodgers, he played for the Yankees, he played for the Red Sox or the Mets or the Oakland or somebody like that. If he was in a bigger market, they might would have talked about him more or no? It's possible, but the way he carried himself, I mean, look at, look at Greg Maddox, uh, you know, who I'm comparing him to in the sense of how they approach the game and like it's an art form. The way, even though he played in Atlanta, Atlanta was a big market. I mean, hell, mm-hmm. Ted Turner owned the team. It was on TNT and TVS a lot of yes, the games, right? Yes, Oh, yes. So, you know, plus they was part, he was part of the big three. But mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't carry himself like a look-at-me type of a player. No. Tony mm-hmm. Gwynn. He, 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 didn't, he didn't do that. Uh, you know, Ken, Ken, Ken Griffey Jr., that's a, that's a whole nother you know, animal in itself. He oh. just, he just oozed charisma, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the same thing kind of sort of with Barry Bonds. Um, even, I mean, the Pittsburgh years, people kind of forget those years with Barry. I know I'm kind of switching to Barry for a second, but mm-hmm. people kind of forget the Pittsburgh years, but, uh, you know, for, again, if you know, you know, if you remember Barry in Pittsburgh, and when he first got to San Francisco, Barry was a flashy type of dude, mm-hmm. you know. And but Tony Gwynn, he wasn't like that. And no. I guess that's why I'm, I'm making that comparison because Barry was in San Francisco, Tony was in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just don't think even if he was in a bigger market, I don't think he would have cared. Okay, an- another person too uh, to make the comparison: Derek Jeter. Jeter mm-hmm. was Jeter was in New York, the biggest market of them all, right? Oh yeah. But he went about his business. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, he was Mr. Consistent, you know, you know, El Capitan, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't think the the market necessarily just I, I think it's more like how he was as a player, you know, how he carried himself. So mm-hmm. yeah, he just kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, he definitely did, which is so unfortunate because he was a very good player, one of probably one of the greatest hitters of all time. Like I said, not a guy to hit for a lot of power, but he could go out there and get those base hits, you know, singles and everything, doubles. And he's definitely should be a guy, if you're not familiar with him, you should definitely like go get some clips, go like to YouTube and everything and look at him. Because he it was like a it was like I said, it was like an art form to watch him come to the plate and hit a baseball. They always say that's one of the hardest things to do. In all sports, is to hit a baseball, and he made it look like he, like it was easy. He made it look effortlessly. 
Yeah. He, he really did. And because he had almost, what, 1,200 hits? I think he did. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, close to it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, definitely, like I said, definitely for people out there listening, definitely if you're not familiar with Tony Gwynn, definitely look him up. You will not be disappointed. You definitely like the. You like his highlights, I feel. Yes. All right. And a little somber note. Um, I wasn't familiar with this guy, but he passed recently. Uh, Vita Blue. He was a pitcher for the Athletics. He was 73 years old when he passed away. Um, he played with the Athletics from 1969 to 1977. He also played with the Giants from 1978 to 1981. The Royals from 1982 to 1983. And then he finished his career with the San Francisco Giants uh, 1985 to 1986. He was a six-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion, former league MVP in the AL uh, in 1971. Uh, won a Cy Young that same year as well. Um, and he was also um, AL-E-R-A leader as well. Uh, he pitched the he had a pitch the no hitter in uh, 1970, and then one of our um, our least favorite things um, a combined no hitter in uh, September 28, uh, 1975. Um, like I said, I wasn't really familiar with this guy, but from I heard like Wilbon and some different people talking about him, they said he was a very good pitcher and a career record of 209. Uh, wins to 161 uh, career losses, and then his uh, career ER, career ERA was a uh, 3.27 with 2,175 strikeouts. So yeah, definitely somebody I want to check out. We check out some of his highlights too. But um, any thoughts on this? Were you familiar with? Have you heard that name before? Uh, Vita Blue. Were you familiar with him at all? No, that was the first. This is the first time I've ever heard of him. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, when they, when they said said he died, I said I wasn't like I said wasn't familiar with him at all. But I remember I was watching um um PTI and Wilbon was like raving about him. Said he was so great and good pitcher and like he had a good windup and everything. And, they, and like I say, looking at his um his career numbers and stats and everything, he was pretty, pretty good pitcher. I mean, like I said, you league MVP, Cy Young winner, six time All Star, you won three World Series, been pretty good player, pretty good pitcher. Uh, yeah. And I mean, well, it's kind of funny because I mean, he retired <laughs> October 1986, so yeah, <laughs> so that's probably one of the reasons I really didn't hear. Him. But I guess he kind of falls into that Tony Gwynn category of, mm-hmm. I guess if 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 you know, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some people who they do who he was, but like I said, even though we. No players from the era that he played in, but mm-hmm. this is the first time. Like I said, this is the first time I've ever heard his name. Same here, yeah. I, I had never heard that heard that name before, but I, I said definitely somebody. No, I was looking up his, like I said, looking up his um, stats. And things, oh, he must have been pretty good. Like I said, we were familiar with a lot of people from that area. Obviously, those before our time, obviously, but yeah, I, I was the first time hearing hearing that name. I had never heard heard this guy before. I thought it was interesting too. I'm looking at here that he played for the Giants twice. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had two oh. runs with them. Yeah, definitely somebody I want to you know check out some more. It's like it seemed like he was a very 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 good pitcher. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, because I was I was reading something about it. it says he because he was a six time All Star. Mm-hmm. Blue was the first of only five 
pitchers in Major League history to start the All-Star game for both the American League and National League. Oh, wanna take wow. a guess wanna take a guess at who some of the other the other the other uh, four are? It started for the AO and the um and the All Star game? Yep. Uh Nolan Ryan? No. Uh let me see. I think I have started for both. Oh, just pictures, right? Just solely pictures. Yeah, right? yeah, just yeah, just pictures, just pictures. Okay. Um, I think I might play for both. Pedro Martinez. Nope. Oh man. Um, okay, I, I I I'll give you a hint for one of them. Uh-huh. You know who this person is very well. Oh, um, Scherzer, Max. Yes, that's one. Okay, that's like Tigers and um, Nationals, though. Okay. Uh, The other three. The other three. I'm thinking I got to play in both. Both. Well, all right. Okay, I'll I'll give you a hint. Okay. And. Let's see if this is a hell for Okay. All all three of their first names start with the letter R. Okay. Uh, Roger Clemens? That's okay. One. Randy Johnson? Two. Jeez. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> Roy Halliday. Oh man, that's, yep. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. okay. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, that, that, yeah. I mean, hey, you, hey, you, you were some. That's you were some good company with, with, with those guys. Those some of those some of the all time greats. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 interesting. Very very interesting. Very very interesting. So yeah, I might have to look him up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like I said, like I said, like I said, like I said, Will Bob was talking good about him. He he was raving about him. Said he remembered him pitching and everything. I said, I I heard I heard that name before. So if he played, wait, if he played with the A's in the seventies, that means that he was on the team with Raleigh Fingers. Yeah. Yeah, see, I see, that's, okay, see, that's crazy. I know who the hell Raleigh Fingers is, but, but I never heard Yeah, I, yeah, up, up until they, they, like I said, they announced him passing. I had never heard that name. Because there's plenty of guys, I may not have seen them play or anything like that, but at least, at least I can say, okay, at least I've heard the name before. At least I know of them. I've never heard this guy before. Exactly. Never. So, oh. I can say no, that, that, that's one thing about this podcast. We all we always learning some stuff. That's one of the things I love about this show. We're always learning something, which is always a good thing. We're always learning. As big you know, baseball fans, we've been you know, growing up watching the game. Currently, you know, watching the game, we always end up learning something on this year. That's very true. It is. <laughs> it definitely is. All right. Uh, next up. So they had. Uh, a couple of weeks. I think it was at the end of April. They had the uh, Mexico City uh, series between the Giants and uh, Padres. And at first, and I mean, the last game, um, I think it was like it's like a slow scoring game, it was like six to four. But that first game, uh, it was thirty seven runs, eleven home runs. They said breaking a um, season high scoring record. Uh, Manny Machado, he went three for four that first game, had two home runs. 
Uh, Nelson Cruz was like five for six um, with a um, with a home run. And they said, okay, they said it's, it was kind of like Coors Field in the States with like a lot of with thin air. They said, I think it's even thinner than what Coors Field is. So the ball was really carrying. They actually were able to drive the ball there. So, yeah, they, they were talking about this series last year, this uh, Mexico City series, and they're going to have another one uh, next year. It's going to be between the Astros and the Rockets. So maybe it's going to be like an annual thing where they go to Mexico City and have these games. And I think I could have sworn, I think I saw some highlights. I think I saw Rey Mysterio at one of the games. What? I, I think I, I could have sworn he was at one of the games. I remember seeing him with a Padres jersey on too and he had, of course he had the um match the colors and stuff on it too so i think he was at one of the games too but this must be a gonna be a regular thing to have these um mexico mexico city games um any, th- any thoughts on this well real quick th- didn't ray mysterio show up at a, a vikings game too he might have it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise I, I, me i could have i could have sworn he did. It, 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 wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me uh, it, it's, it's possible I don't recall offhand, but it, it, it wouldn't shock. Wouldn't it shock me? I, I, I could have sworn that he showed up at a Vikings game, but um, no. I mean, I, I do like that they're they're doing this. Um, you know, is given because it's it's crazy. You know, thinking about this, but you know, the influx of most of the players right now are from you know that region. You know, in mm-hmm. the world, so mm-hmm. it is them. I guess giving them their due, um, in a way. So yeah, I have no problem with it. And yeah, I mean, Mexico City is probably, uh, you know, not to get kind of political or anything, but it is probably like maybe the safest place in Mexico right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure they don't let them go anywhere outside of the confines of where they can go. I'm sure. Oh, no, no, it's probably very strict about that. I'm sure, very strict. Yeah. About that. And so, but yeah, I mean, I always think games like that are cool because, as you was kind of talking about, it, it kind of got me thinking. Like, what if they? I mean, what if they did like a field of dream type game in Mexico City? Oh, that so, would be dope. That would be real. Uh, dope. That, would, that would be thing. cool. That would be really, really cool. We 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 always want to get another field of dreams game, right? I think so. I haven't heard like who's playing in it, but I think we're going to be getting another field of dreams game. Okay, but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 cool that um, you know Mexico City and, and all the players that you know got they shine in that uh, game and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. it definitely is, definitely is. And uh, speaking of people showing up at games, uh, this must be becoming a regular thing. I mean, you got these wrestlers and stuff showing oh, up no. at the games. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so like, when they were in Chicago, you had uh, Bianca and the Street Profits. They showed up at the at the Cubs game, having a good time. And then last week, when they were here, um, AEW was in was in Baltimore. Uh, you had Orange Cassidy, um, Chuck Taylor, uh, Chris Statlander, and um, Willa Uter at the at the Nationals game participating in the President's Race. I mean, that was a lot of fun to see. It's always cool seeing the President's Race. But yeah, this is coming coming a common thing, you know, seeing these wrestlers and stuff at these events. So, um, any thoughts on that? 
Um, I mean, it would be a perfect time to bring back Rock and Jock. Come on, MTV. Yes, it would. Yes, it I would. Mean, you could you could get you could get some of the AEW. Now I don't know if WWE will allow some of theirs if AEW you know wrestlers are there, but yeah. mm. I'm pretty sure it would probably be a lot easier to get the AEW wrestlers involved in more so than WWE wrestlers, unfortunately. But but no, I think I think it's cool. I mean, they've been it's funny too, they've been showing up at like NASCAR races too. NASCAR yeah. that, 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 that too, yeah, yeah. So it seems like they're doing some cross promoting, you know. You hey, know, nothing wrong with that. Like they're getting exposure, and nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. Even though the baseball players can't, uh, well, base, major league baseball can't promote and cross promote their freaking athletes. But okay, whatever. I know, I know. Like I said, <laughs> like I said, they're trying a little bit. Like I said, I saw Shohei in a um, New Balance commercial, and I've seen some Dairy Queen commercials with some people and everything. They're, they're trying, but still, there's a long, there's a long way to go to like fully like be promoting their stars. There's still a long way to go. They're trying, but there's still there's still a lot of work to be done with that. Yes, a, a lot of work. A lot of work. Like I say, like I say, there's no excuse in this day and age with all the resources and stuff that you have, social media and everything, not to get these people out there more often, get them on some late night shows, get them out there doing doing something on the morning TV shows or something. There's no there's no excuse for that. None whatsoever. Not at all. But yeah. you know. And I just looked this up. We're talking about the Field of Dreams game. He said, unfortunately, there will be no Field of Dreams game this season because due to construction, he said a development project worth uh, $8 million got underway at the location uh, last year uh, in September. So there will be no Field of Dream game this year. What? Yes. The hell? I know, right? <laughs> no Field of Dreams game, unfortunately. Oh, uh, okay. Speaking of that, because... Uh, you do have uh, MLB The Show 23, correct? I do, yes. Is that playable in the game? It was last year, but I haven't seen it so far in this game. Yeah, a lot of okay. it maybe it might come at some point, but I know it was in last year's game, but I have not, I have not seen it in this year's game. Hmm. All right. Because, you know, I, you know I, I held off from getting it because I was disappointed with what they decided to do about the Negro League storyline. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's still, a fun, still, a, still, a, still a fun game, but yeah, I definitely understand. Like, they definitely, you know, could have did more. But like I said, hopefully, hopefully this is the start of something. Hopefully they add more features and everything to that. So just having, like, you no know, spotlights, yeah. moments and stuff here. Hopefully just, they add more stuff. That would make so much sense. I mean, I know we talked about it when we talked about it on that episode, but it would make 100% sense to just you know let that be its own thing in within the game, like yeah. On one of those, on one of those updates, something adds some of those features and stuff to the game. I mean, it's not it's not that hard. They always do these updates and everything. They add these patches and stuff. I'm sure they could do something. I mean, that's I don't know. They can I mean, they, they, it can be it can be done. It's not it's not like impossible. Exactly. I mean, look if if the NBA 2K games can have the WNBA as yes. its own separate entity within the game, mm-hmm. then hey, come on, uh, MLB, y'all can do this too. Come on. Yeah. yeah. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It, it can be done. It can be done. Like I said, I, I was I was I was all ready to, you know, you know, have my team and 
you know, do some things. And mm-hmm. uh, good grief! I gotta say, oh, I gotta say, major letdown. That they could, that they maybe next year, but still, uh, like I say, it's it's there's no reason that, that they can't make that happen. Yeah. All right. Once again, like it's every episode. It seems like we come on here talking about this guy making history. Um, Shohei Yatani once again joins a very exclusive club. Exclusive club. He becomes the only the second player in ALNL history to record 500 strikeouts as a pitcher and get 100 home runs as he had a joining Babe Ruth. And I'm just like. <laughs> and I'm sure probably when we come back in two weeks, I'm sure there'll probably be something else that he's done that we, <laughs> the way he's making history. This guy, like I said, he just he shows up to the stadium and he's making history. He walks up to the field, he's making history. I mean, it's just it's just amazing, absolutely amazing. And and and, and, and the thing is, you know, sometimes you might get oh, you know, you get tired of talking about a certain player, you know, doing all these. Things. With him, I, I I don't get tired of hearing stuff about him. I'm just just fascinated, just absolutely fascinated. Of what this guy is doing, and I'm curious to see what the future holds for him, especially with his like free agency and stuff coming up. Like, will he stay with the Angels? Will he go elsewhere? We continue to be able to do, you know, this pitching and hitting at such a high elite level. We have to continue. We have to pick one or the other. This guy is is fascinating, and 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 not just in this base, just all of sports. He's probably one of the most fascinating people in all of sports right now. And I wish they would be talking more. I mean, they talk about him, but I think they would be talking. They should be talking even more about what this guy is doing because it's absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Like I said, not just in baseball, just in all the sports. That's what this guy is doing right now. Yeah, I mean, you know who who he is, who who I can make the comparison to. Yeah. He's Okada. That's who he is. Yeah, he's Okada. Yeah. Where. He's just so good mm-hmm. at what at, at what he does mm-hmm. that people kind of they kind of overlook him in a way mm-hmm. because like oh he's so good oh yeah well he just he's just too good so we just too good to yeah. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah 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 it's, it's like that he's like okay you almost gotta take it for granted how how good he is he's just like oh yes. that's, just, that's just Shohei being Shohei you know you, you know we had a you know had a one game where he had like ten strikeouts plus. Hits a complete game. Next game, he come, or same game, he comes up and hits two home runs. You know, it's like yeah, you know, <laughs> just business as usual, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't think his career will fully be appreciated until after he retires. Yeah, that's 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 very true. And we we'll look back at it like, man, this guy was really special. He was pitching and hitting at a very elite level, and it's something that makes it we haven't seen since. You know, Babe Ruth. We actually didn't get to see you know Babe Ruth play. But this is it's, it's special. It's really really special. And like I said I don't get tired of talking about him. I'm just I'm just fascinated about what he's doing. He's just a very fascinating figure to me. I'm, I'm he's one of my favorite athletes to talk about right now in all of sports, not just baseball. Yeah, because I mean, look, I, I don't think okay, we'll never see another Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, no. Because I mean, it's well, well, okay. So take Bo out of the equation and just Dion. Just, just focus on Dion for a second. Mm-hmm. And he played football and baseball. Mm-hmm. He in in football he played cornerback and wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So I like, think 
we we we'll never see that again. Mm-hmm. And just like this with Shohei, we'll probably never see what he's doing with that ever again either. No. And if we and if we do, it won't be at the same level that he's doing. No. I don't think. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It really, really won't. And it's just it's it's absolutely just, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm always just, just fascinated. Like every time I hear something about him, I'm just fascinated by it because it's it's really, really special. And like I say, it's something he, he deserves way more attention that he's getting. And whatever his contract ends up being, whether it's five, six hundred, something, he's worth that and then some. Like I said, it's give that man. They should give that man a blank check. What do you want? Give that man his money because he's worth every penny. He's worth the price of admission. He is definitely worth it. I mean, somebody that's, with his elite skill set, he's worth every penny. Whatever contract he ends up getting, he's gonna be worth that and then some. And you're gonna and you're gonna get and you're gonna be getting your money. Because a lot of times you give these people these big contracts. Like, eh, I don't know. Are they really worth this big contract? He's gonna be worth it and then some because he's definitely gonna deliver. I mean, it, things can happen. You know, injuries can happen and everything. Things can happen. He may could decline in one area with the pitching or the hitting and everything. But I think if he if he continues on this path that he's on now, whatever he gets paid, he's going to be worth it. And then so. Yeah, most definitely. And but do you think he's he he stays with the Angels? That's the million dollar question. I do not know, especially with them not really being legit contenders, even though you got, you know, a show you got a Mike Trout, you got an Anthony Rendon, but that's pretty much it. You don't have a lot of elite talent outside of those three guys on that team. Like, are they, are they are just going to get really serious and try to build around these guys? Or they could just continue just to be, like, mediocre. That's, that, that's going to be the thing. Are they going to really invest in putting a good team around these guys because that's going to be i think a major decision on whether he stays or not because he could end up going to like a a dodgers or yankees or some other organization that would actually invest in like making that team a contender because i guarantee you a lot of these teams are going to be lined up to get him and they're going to say okay we're going to sign him but we're also going to put the team around him so we can actually contend and actually get a world series are the angels willing to do that i don't know because they they haven't done that in recent years that's for sure and it's so unfortunate because, like I said, you've got these generational talents on your team. And you're in a division. It's not like you're not like you're in the AL East. We got like the Orioles, the Yankees, the Red Sox. You got all these, you know, deep, you know, big time teams. I mean, you got the Mariners. They're not like what they used to be. You got Oakland. It's not what they used to be. You got you're in a you're in a division that's winnable. I can say you're in a winnable well, division. You mean the soon to be formerly known as Oakland? Oh well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just announced today that they officially got this deal, so they're going to be going to um to Los. It's going to be the Las Vegas <laughs> Athletics. Athletics, so yeah, yeah. Good, that's going to be oh man, that's that that's the thing in itself. But you're in a division that's 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 winnable, and like I say, if you, if you put just put the right team around him, that you can be a contender. You get in the playoffs, you get in the postseason. Any anything is possible with that elite mm-hmm. talent you have there. If you get in the postseason, you got as good a chance as anybody. And I was I was looking I was looking here too that okay of those three, mm-hmm. Rendon, Trout, and Shohei, Shohei is the youngest at twenty eight. See, yeah, kind of Rendon's so, been around for a while. Trout's been around for a while. Yeah, because Trout is 
31 and okay. Rendon is 32. Okay, see? So, so see? So, I mean, you, you lock them in for a while and you build around them. I mean, that's still a good decade, you know. You really, really <laughs> Does he pitch left-handed? I'm not sure if he was a lefty or not. I'm not Cause sure. Because if he's not, then I'd be like, okay, well, what exactly is the problem? Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if he's a lefty or a righty or not, but they were saying that he couldn't wear this um, this wedding band. And they said, like, like, what's the big deal? They said some pitchers are fine with it and have no issues with it, and some are not. Like I was saying, like, this is what the stuff with Max if you're going to do this, at least be consistent. You have one umpire crew that's, like, cool with some of this stuff. They let stuff slide. And you have another umpire crew that's real, like, stickler for the rules and everything like that. Like I say, you've got to be consistent with this stuff. It seems like there's mm-hmm. a lot of inconsistency with a lot of this stuff. That's why I have a big problem. You know, obviously, you no know, big Max fan and everything, too. But just in general, just it seems like they're very inconsistent with a lot of this stuff, it seems. They, they like, they don't really have a full grasp on exactly what they're trying to do with this. You got one like so one group of people that are being strict about it, one people are being lenient about it. And they don't really have no you know, you gotta you gotta come somewhere in the middle and kinda work this thing out. It just seems like it's just madness right now. All I have to say is welcome to sports. Yeah? <laughs> that 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 that, 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 that. 
Because as we know, as as we know, they are very inconsistent when it comes to stuff like this. Oh yes, yes, very true. That 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 that, that is that is sports for you. You 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 hit the nail on the head on that one. That 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 is so freaking true. But like I say, I'm sure you probably feel the same way. I'm as long as he's healthy. I'm I'm not worried about Max. Max Max will get it together. Yeah, Max will. Yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah, Verlander. Is back too. I didn't hear like how he did in his first game back, but he's back. And if those two are at the top of your rotation, you're gonna you're gonna win a lot of ball games because those are still, even though they're both older, now those are still two of the very best pitchers in baseball. So I don't I, I don't I don't worry about Max. I don't worry about Verlander either. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we, I mean, we'll just see how that plays itself out. Yeah, we de- we, we we definitely will because, like I said, like I say, like I say very very incons- inconsistent with a lot of the stuff that they're doing. They're very very inconsistent. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron Judge he's supposed to come back tonight. He had been on the disabled list. Yeah, hip strain. He had a right uh, hip strain. He was, they had him on the ten day uh, disabled list, and he's supposed to come back come back tonight. Um, it's like as talented as he is, it's supposed it's him and um, Carlos Stanton. Do both of those guys as talented as they are? I think even Stanton more so than more so than Judge. It's just not like the injuries with those guys. It's like, it's like they've been sustaining a lot of injuries. I don't know because of their you know size and everything. They're so massive. I think like Judge, he's like six seven, and then Stanton, he's like six six. That's not like your normal you know size for baseball players. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But it seems like both of these guys have been. Very injury prone, but Judge should be back in the lineup tonight. So hopefully he can stay healthy. You know, the reigning you know league MVP and everything like that. Uh, any thoughts about uh, Judge coming back from injury and you know staying healthy and everything? Well, I mean, we kind of talked about that um, coming into this season after the amazing season he had last year. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, as long as he's healthy, and yeah. we see what happens when he can play a season healthy and then we see what happens when he's you know the injury bug gets him he he kind of puts me in the in the mind of Joel and B when he mm. first started he couldn't stay healthy you know he couldn't stay healthy yeah he could stay healthy yeah he was very injury prone yep. and then it's like alright the the powers to be you know and everything say so, you know what we'll let you be healthy and then what happens he goes out and he becomes the MVP, even though some people did not like him being MVP this season. But whatever, deal with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and everything, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I compare. It's like, yeah, he's kind of like Joel Embiid in a way of where their size and, you know, what they're asked to do and puts a lot of strain on their body. And we we see the highs and we see the lows, you know, when it comes to those type of players. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely do. They definitely do. And like I said, you see when he's healthy. Like I said, you see what he did last season. So you see what he does when he's healthy. So, hey. Just hopefully, like I said, hopefully, like I said, knock over. Hopefully, you know, these, you know, no more trips to disabled this, this season for him. <laughs> uh, next thing up, uh, some of the rule changes, like we obviously talked with like the pitch clock and the size of the bases and everything. It definitely seems like it's been making an impact on the game. It's saying that uh, nine inning games, um, the game time is down 30 minutes compared to uh, last season, where it was like three hours and seven minutes to compare to like two hours, 37 minutes. They said uh, runs are up this season. 
Uh, stolen base attempts have increased this season. So, so far, the new rule changes have definitely had an overall effect on the game. Because when it comes to like rule changes and stuff, sometimes they can have a positive effect on the game. Sometimes they can have a negative effect on the game. But it seems like so far, definitely. Because like I said, when I went to the um, game last month, you know, that was the first time being there with the pitch clock, you definitely noticed the pace of the game. Like moving along, uh, moving along a lot faster than like previous times that I've been to the game. So you definitely see a difference. I didn't notice so much the, like the with the base stealing and everything. I didn't see that big a difference with that so much in the game. I mean, you just people stealing bases, but I didn't see like a big difference, like anything that was unusual than what I'm used to seeing. But I definitely noticed the pace of the game was definitely a lot faster than what I've seeing but um any thoughts on these uh, new rule changes and how they're impacting the game so far this season i mean those those rules i feel like are a help to the game especially that pitch count uh mm-hmm. clock thing clock, yeah especially yeah especially that mm-hmm. because like i say we, we we talked about it. It, it it was ridiculous like how long some of these pitches was taking in between pitches pitch off it's like what do you want yeah, right. Like, like, what are you um, doing? I mean, I yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't really have a problem with these particular rule changes because I feel like these rules were actually put in place to help speed up the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Like you definitely noticed, like I said, you saw a lot of stalling and everything like that. Like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, come on, let's 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 keep the game. And I think that's why I've been turning a lot of people off too, as well. Games just like dragging out for no reason and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely it's definitely, you know, these are rule changes that actually make sense and are benefiting the game in the um in the long run, I feel. So we'll we'll like I say it's, 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 it's only one season in things, you know, could still change, but I think so far so good with these rule changes. So I think yeah. it's, 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 it's it's keeping the game heading the game in the right direction, I feel. In a in a positive way, I feel. Positive effect. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And let's see. Up next, uh, former player used to play for the Mets, uh, Curtis uh, Granderson, gave his uh, Mount Rushmore of all-time um, outfielders, his Mount Rushmore for outfielders. Uh, any guess on who he picked for his four uh, Mount Rushmore for outfielders? Any, any guesses? Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., Yes. Willie Mays. Yes. Uh, crap. Hmm. Oh no! <laughs> I, I didn't think I was gonna get both of those right. So. You got, you got, got both of those right. Yeah. The uh, other two. Any, any guesses or no? Uh. No, no, I won't guess. Okay. All right. Uh, or just, I'll just give one hint. One guy is a one guy's one guy's a National League guy, and one guy's an American League guy. <laughs> um, and two of the all-time uh, greats. Two of the all-time greats. Is okay. Is one Barry Bonds? One Barry Bonds. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Uh, Okay, so that's the National League one. That's the National League one, yeah. This guy's in the American League. In the American League. 
I mean, this, okay, I'm gonna say this as a joke. Oh, this is not. Oh, this is not my real choice. I'm just saying it as a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Manny Ramirez. No, Shoot. See in the American League. Good lord. And he played in the AL in the AL West. And he played in the AL West. Played in AL West. Okay. What teams is in that? Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah I'll do a podcast every two weeks about to we go through the standards and now I don't know what the hell is in the damn AL West. Jeez. Um, let's see. Uh, what teams are in the AL West? Um, well, it's not Ken Griffey because I said Ken Griffey. Yeah. Got three. He didn't. Well, no, because he didn't play in the outfield, so it can't be him. Um, yeah, Wes. I don't know. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Henderson. Ricky. Oh my god. Uh. You know what? Because whenever I think about Ricky Henderson, I never really think about him, you know, in on defense. I always think about him still in bases. That's the same. Same. That, 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 that's why I was pleasantly surprised by him too. Because I didn't think about him like stealing bases. Yeah, but he was he was a left fielder. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think of him same. I don't think of him like outfield or anything like that either. I just think about him, you know, stealing bases. That, that, that was his thing. Yeah, being a, and, being, and being they, a leadoff guy, being a leadoff hitter, one of the great leadoff and, hitters. And that Jerry girl too. So. That guy. Dude, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's I mean, that's 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 not like I said. Like I said, that's 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 a yeah. very good list right there. I mean, Henderson, Griffey, Willie Mays, Bonds. That's that's a solid list right there. That's some that's some good talent right there. You got to outfield with any of those guys in there. You, I think you think you're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think you do a little bit more than pretty good. Doing very good. Yes. Um. Huh. Yeah, like I said, that was good, 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 good choices there by Mr. Curtis Granderson. Uh, let's see. Uh, two more things before we wrap up here. Of course, um, as we've been doing, we've been going over the um, different um, different divisions and the teams within those divisions. We wrapped up with the American League. Now we're over to the uh, National League, and we are in the NL East. Uh, last time we talked about the Mets, and this time we are talking about the the Phillies. Um, they've yes. been around for a long time. They were established in 1883. That is insane. I, I no, I no idea they had been around been around that long. Uh, let's see. They were the Philadelphia Phillies are gone from the 1883 to present. They were also the Philadelphia Blue Jays slash Phillies and the Philadelphia Quakers slash Phillies. Uh, 1944, 1949, 1983 to 1989. Um, of course, they played at Veterans Stadium. They played at Baker Bowl, uh, Recreation Park. Uh, now they're playing at Citizen Citizens Bank uh, Park since 2004. 
uh, two World Series in 1980 and 2008. Uh, let's see. NL Pennants, 1915, 1950, 1980, 11, and they, of course, they've had a wild card berth in uh, 2022. Um, the Phillies, they've had good, you know, good teams and stuff over the years, some good players over the years as well. Of course, you know, Roy Holiday, he's played over there. Of course, Ryan Howard, he had a good run over there. Um, former national, um, Jason Worth, he came from there. He played over there for a while. I think he was on that World Series team. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, of course, now, of course, you, know, you got Bryce Harper's over there now. You got Trey Turner's over there now. They've had some very good, good seasons over there. Of course, of course, the Philly Fanatic, you know, one of the great mascots in the, in the <laughs> game right now. Of course, everybody yes. knows the Philly Fanatic. You know anything else about the Philly, you know, the Philly, Philly, um, but the Philly Fanatic. But um, just overall thoughts on the um, Phillies over the years. Uh, first things first. Uh, where the heck does the Quakers and Blue Jays come into play, and they were still called the Phillies? Like that's, how, that's, how that, 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 that doesn't make any, any sense. I mean, why why do you have two names? You're either the Phillies or the Blue Jays, or you're either the Phillies or the Quakers. Why do they got like Blue Jays slash Phillies uh, Quakers? Like like that that's huh? Like I don't I don't, I don't get that. Somebody needs to explain that. <laughs> well, okay. And now I'm just assuming that I'm not too, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but I'm assuming that the whole Quakers thing might have to do with the Amish in a way. So that maybe that was yeah. that was yeah. giving them because I mean Philadelphia does have an Amish community. So yeah, so yeah, maybe, that, that could that could be. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. So especially looking at that time period, 1883 to 1889. Yeah, oh, so, oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. But but at the same time, they still have an Amish community there, so it's like, why, why would they go away from that? Okay. Yeah, they, why would that would you know they they would stick to that? They would embrace that, you would think. Yeah, uh, the Blue Jays now. That's a whole other story. I'm like, are there Blue Jays in Philly? So why are they called? Why would they call the Blue Jays? I don't know. That's that's, that's a good question. Yeah, so that that's kind of weird, but. Um, I mean, I was never really big into the Phillies like that. Um, you know, it's funny too. I think Ryan Howard is probably, I mean, he was, he was a very good player. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think it's funny, like he might be famous for something else and that something else might be because of the office TV show. Oh, really? No, no, he wasn't on the office, but. There was a character on the office that was named Ryan Howard. Oh, okay. And and the fact that the office takes place in Scranton, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I think that was it was done on purpose. Like it was almost like a homage. Like yeah, his name is Ryan because I think there was like an episode or two where they even made reference to the fact that he had the same name as Ryan Howard. 
oh, baseball okay. player. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. um, yeah, that's what I, said. I think he's famous, you know, for two reasons in a way. Kind of, it's almost like that Keith Hernandez thing. Oh, okay. know, with, with Seinfeld, like, yeah, he might he's famous for baseball, but he might also be famous because of Seinfeld. So, yeah, Ryan Howard is kind of famous in that regard too. Um, yeah, they, they like I say they, I, I've never really like been huge into the Phillies like that. I mean, I've always kind of liked the uniforms because I like red, but mm-hmm. um, but as far as like overall as a team, there was it was it was never a team that really like I could. Ever get behind ever? Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's sometimes, kind of weird. sometimes even like, you might you know the team might not be in your market or anything like that. You might like gravitate, and they might have a player that's on there or something about the organization just kind of gravitates you to them. So that Philly, Philly, Philly never really did that for me as well. I mean, like I said, yeah. like saying, of course, you know Ryan Howard, you no, know, he was a good player, you know. But other than that, I never really like. Oh man, I had to watch a Phillies game. Yeah, same here. And I'm looking at someone like the former, like his final season. Pedro Martinez pitched there for a little for one season. I had no idea. What? I'm like, I'm like, that's. I'm looking. I'm looking at the former player. They said Pedro Martinez. I'm like, what? Good lord. Oh man, that was, yeah, that was, that was like the way back in his good. I'm like, wow, that's 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 insane. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And um. What's his name? Uh, Pete Rose played there too, from 1979 to 1983. Who? That guy, the other guy, the guy that got all those hits they don't want to acknowledge. <laughs> played for the Phillies, 1979 yeah. to 1983. That's, did he retire with the Phillies? Uh, no, he played there. Then he went to the Expos for a season, and he went back to the Reds from '84 okay. to '86. They, they, that's when he retired, and then that's when he became the manager, and that's when he mm-hmm. got coached betting on baseball. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> go, go, go figure. Uh, he was on, he was on yeah. that. He was on that world because, like I said, they won the World Series. Yeah, in nineteen. Yeah, he was, he was on the World Series team with them. Oh, huh. all right. Yeah, because he's a three-time World Series champion. Nineteen seventy-five, nineteen seventy-six, nineteen. 80, so he was, yeah, he, he won a World Series with them. Huh. Okay. Who would who have known? Oh, another guy to play there, uh, Jim Tomey. I forgot, I forgot he played there, too. Yeah, but you know, I never I never think about Jim Tomey and Phil. I always think about him. No, with I always think of him with the, um, with the um, Indians. Yeah. Because he even so. played for like a couple of seasons with the um, with the Orioles, too, but yeah, I always, I always think of him. I always think of, um, think of the, uh, Cleveland. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Um. Anything else on the Phillies? Anything else on them? No. Just. I mean, I can't even. I mean, can't really. You know, have a field day with their uh, nicknames like like that. So. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, like Mike Schmidt. He's another guy who played there. Uh, Jimmy Rollins. He played there. Look at some of the names. There. But yeah. Of course, you know, Ray Holiday, he played there, obviously. Oh, Banana Fallon Swirling, he played there, too. Interesting. I had no idea. I was thinking him with Dodgers, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> the weirdest places people end up retiring at all. I'm, 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 I'm telling you. playing for. It's, it's crazy. You just you just, you just just never know. Cause you, you just associate certain players with uh, 
certain teams and everything, and not just mm-hmm. in baseball and other sports too. So I remember I, I, I think I saw a, uh, the day, I think probably yesterday I saw a picture of uh, Emmett Smith and uh, Jerry Rice hugging each other. And Jerry Rice was in a Seattle uniform, and Emmett was in a Cardinal uniform. I'm like, this got to be one of the weirdest things. Like, well, who would have thought? Because you know, you don't associate those guys with those teams. Like, you certain so you certain associate you associate certain people with certain teams that they like. You know, end up going someplace else, like to finish off their career. You're like, huh? Like this most random team. You just, you just don't think about stuff like that. Well, I would say that's that Jerry Rice with the Seattle Seahawks. That is that's that's some tragic stuff to watch. That, that, yes. Oh my God. Yes. 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 That's like, oh, crazy, crazy, crazy. You just think of him like what say with the 49ers. Even with the Raiders, he wasn't bad. But obviously, you think of him most likely with the with the 49ers. Seen him in a Seattle uniform, I'm like man, that is that is really yeah. I can say that is very very trash to think about. <laughs> ugh, ugh. Yeah, yes. Let's, let's let's move on from that. And as we wrap up, as we always do, we go over the current standings in uh, Major League Baseball. Oh, let's oh, start with. Oh, 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 are we not going to say who we're going to do um, next? So, um, oh yes, in- yes. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. My apologies. So, who are we going to talk about next episode? We talked about the Mets. We talked about the Phillies. We got th- uh, three teams left. So, who, who are we talking about next time? Next, next episode. Uh, you know, we we gonna we still gonna hold off on that one team. Okay, um. okay, that's fair. <laughs> that is totally fair. That is fair. I. I think we, I mean, we can, we can do the Braves. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, 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 yeah. let's go, let's go, let's, let's go with you. Let's go with your Braves. So next episode, yeah. we will be talking about the Ed, Atlanta Braves. Yeah. All right. So now, now, now that we got that squared away, now we can get to the current standings. <laughs> <laughs> I almost slipped my mind. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. Appreciate you. Now we over to the AL East. Uh, on top of the division is still the Rays at twenty nine and eight, followed by the Orioles at twenty three and thirteen. Who they're actually playing each other right now? They're having a uh, three game series. I don't know if they're in Baltimore. I think they're in Baltimore playing. But um, those are the two top teams in the AL East right now. Followed by the Blue Jays at twenty one and fourteen, Red Sox at twenty one and fifteen, and the Yankees at the bottom of the division at nineteen and seventeen. Uh, thoughts on the AL East right now? So the okay, the weirdest thing about this, right? It was two things. One, it's like it's bizarro world in the AL East because mm, it is the team. The teams at the bottom used to be the teams at the top, mm-hmm. and even though right now it was interesting, the most interesting thing is that all of the teams are over five hundred. That's the thing. Yes. So, yeah. That's that's very interesting. Like all the teams are over five hundred, so mm-hmm. yeah. Even though the Yankees are at the bottom, they still have a pretty decent record. They so. really do. I think it's still very early in the season. Like I said, a little over a month into the season, there's a lot of baseball still left to play. So it's anybody's game. But who would have thought the Rays would have jumped out the way they have? 29 and 8 were undefeated there for a while, too. And then the Orioles, too. 23 yep. and 13. I guess we talked about last season. We'll keep out for the Orioles. Look at them this season. 
for that young talent they got over here. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be very interesting to see how this division shapes out. Like I say, it's still like I say, it's still early, and like the Rays are on top, but who knows? We could come back in two weeks. The Orioles could be on top. Who knows? The Yankees yeah. could get a run, or any any of these teams could get hot, and somebody could you no know, fall off a little bit and just jump right into that first place spot. Who knows? It's wide yeah. open right now. Wide yeah, open. Yes. And over to the central, you got the Twins on top at 19 and 16, Guardians at 17 and 19, Tigers at 16 and 19, White Sox at 12 and 24, and the Royals at 10 and 26. Thoughts on the AL Central? Well, I'm pretty sure uh, George Brett is probably storming the um, the plate right now. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, Maybe, 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 maybe they need that. Maybe they need him to storm up to the place. Somebody dug uh, out of salt. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, this has always been a two-team division, the Twins and the Guardians. Even though, I mean, because the Guardians are only two and a half games back. And like you said about uh, the the AL East, like, if, I mean, all the Guardians has got to do is they get on a bit of a streak. You know, they get hot. Twins kind of falter back a little. You never know. It'll flip-flop around. But I will say this. The Tigers are kind of looming around, so don't be surprised if they don't kind of creep up more into the mix. So, Yeah, come back in two weeks. You know, you, you, know, you never know. You never know. And over to the AL West, you got the Rangers on top at 21 and 13, followed by the Angels at 20 and 16, Astros at 17 and 18, Mariners, same record, 17 and 18, and the Athletics, soon to be Las Vegas Athletics at 8 and 28. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, in, in, in all seriousness, I mean, w- clearly the Athletics are tanking. Clearly, Look, they yes, it's it, 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 it's it's so obvious, so yeah. so obvious, and it, it's sad that they're doing that. I mean, I don't know if you saw where they was talking about the attendance here. I think it was last week. Um, they had less people in the stands for the athletics game than the the major league, uh, the minor league um, affiliate had more people. For their game than the athletics did. Wow, that's yeah. saying a whole. That's saying a whole lot right there. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, all right, okay, y'all, you're you're leaving, but at least still be somewhat competitive. Do at least exactly when 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 the Raiders left Oakland, they still had a little fight in them. You know, they, they didn't completely, you know. Just you know, give up and everything. But it seemed like here they just kind of the athletes say, you know what, screw it, we're going out, we're going out sad, basically. Yeah, and that, and that, and that's and that's and that's so unfortunate for a team that has a lot of rich history and everything, a lot of good players within that organization and everything. For them just to completely just fold is just like it's just unacceptable. I mean, at least yeah. like I said, at least be competitive, at least, at least be respectable. I mean, I mean, do we have to go? I mean, do we have to go back in time and get Ricky Henderson and uh, Mark McGuire's uh, Jose Canseco? They, 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 they might. I mean, heck. At <laughs> this point, this point, you know, they, they, they might just need. They might just need to do that. They yeah, might just need to do that because it, it, it is not pretty over there at all. It's, it, it is not looking good over there. It's, it, it, it's sad. 
It's really sad yeah. to see. I, yes. You know, you and like I said, I'm not I'm not a no Oakland fan or, or Athletics fan, but you, you you feel for that organization. That's just that's the stages going down swinging here, basically. Yeah. They, okay. And then when they go to Las Vegas, what they gonna mysteriously turn everything around? Yeah, they're gonna start spending money. They're gonna start, you know, being contenders. Oh, now, now we're gonna try to put it somewhere. Now we all here in Vegas. We were there in Oakland, eh? Whatever. Stadiums, uh, all you know, bats and stuff in the stadium, infested and everything. <laughs> and now yeah. suddenly go to Vegas. It's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole other new ball game. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, what. yeah we're, we're we're new and improved. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. We new and improved. Like I said, we in Vegas now. Look at us. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Now, over to the NL East, which division we're talking about currently. Uh, Braves are on top of the division at 24 and 11, followed by the Mets, 17 and 18, Marlins, 17 and 19, Phillies, who we talked about today, at 16 and 19, and my Nats at 15 and 20. They've been playing better lately, but still at the bottom of the division. But uh, thoughts on the NL East? Uh, I mean, the Braves have kind of pulled away a little bit. Um, they have, yeah. And everything, and that team that's in the third, I that will remain nameless. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're they're for all intents and purposes they're being consistent. So. Yeah, they are. Over to the NL Central, the Pirates on top of this division at twenty-one and fifteen, followed by the Brewers at twenty and fifteen, Cubs at. 17 and 18, Reds at 14 and 20, and Cardinals at 12 and 24. Thoughts on the Central? I mean, it's cool that Andrew McCutcheon is, you know, he's basically um, Albert Pujols this season, in a way. Yeah, he's been, he's been doing really good. Yeah, I guess Albert told him where that fountain of youth is, right? <laughs> yeah. He said, hey, I'm retired now, but here you go, young man. Here you go. They're the fountain of youth. So take it to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> Pirates and the Brewers, they pretty much like in a dog fight. You know, for the yeah, first pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, a half game difference between them. Yeah. So who, who, who's to say, like, by the time we come back, the division could be flip flopped around. For it definitely could. It definitely could. Like I said, those are the two top teams right there. So it would, it wouldn't. Like I say, Pirates could still be on top. Come back, and the Brewers could be on top. One of these mm-hmm. other teams make it out. But it's, right now, as I said, it's a two team race in that division. Yep. And last but not least, the NL West. We got the Dodgers on top at twenty one fifteen, followed by the Diamondbacks at. 20 and 15, the uh, Padres at 18 and 17, Giants at 15 and 19, and the Rockies at 14 and 22. Thoughts on this division? Uh, I'm pretty sure somewhere Carlos Galarraga is furious. But, yes. Um, <laughs> like, wait, 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 him wait, wait, him wait, and Larry Walker. Larry Walker, both yeah. of them. Like, like what, what, what's going on here? What, what's going on with this to But, you know, I think it's kind of funny that both. Um, the Dodgers and Diamondbacks have the same exact records as the Pirates and the Brewers. Right? Yeah. That. What, what are the odds of that? And and the last ten games for, if you look at it, the last ten games for them are completely different. Like the Pirates have a losing streak. The Brewers got a losing. Well, not losing streak, but uh, they have. You know, they went three and seven. Mm-hmm. The Brewers went four and six. But then we look at the Dodgers. They went eight and two. And the mm-hmm. Diamondbacks went seven and three. 
Yeah. But but they they have the same records. They, just... they, 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 they <laughs> the exact same record. That's that's like how how does that play out? Like wow. Yeah. Who knows? But um, I mean, look, I'm almost because when I saw that the Diamondbacks was in second, I was like, what the hell is this? This ain't 2002. Is it? like like what's going yeah. on? Yeah. What, what what's going on? What is going is on? Randy John- is, is Randy Johnson walking through that door? Maybe, maybe so. Maybe him and Luis Gonzalez. Maybe, maybe, maybe they getting it back together again. <laughs> Anytime I think about Luis, it's it's crazy. When you say Luis Gonzalez, what I always think of is with him jumping up and down. Yes, that that's like that's what he's best known. That's, yeah, that, that's the one. That, that, that's the main thing I can think about him. I can't. I, I can't remember any other thing from his career, but I remember that moment. I can see that playing in my head right now. I can remember him jumping up yes. the tail when they won that World Series. Yes. I mean that's 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 one of those World Series where it's like, hey, did you know that the Diamondbacks won the World Series? They'd be like, when? Mm-hmm. So. And then they, didn't they beat the Yankees in that World Series. I think they did. Yeah, they beat, 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 beat the Yankees. This this Diamondback team, this team that hadn't been in the league, you know, that long. One of the expansion teams that came along with with Tampa was in the World Series and beat the Yankees. It, it's almost similar to like what the Marlins did in in '97. Like mm-hmm. they came, the team started in '93. Mm-hmm. Four years later, they won the freaking World Series. So it's, it's kind of similar with the Diamondbacks. Like, it was an expansion team, and they just got the right players at the right time and get one freaking World Series. Mm-hmm. So, no freaking. So, yeah. I mean, they 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 are surprising me right now. And, I mean, Magic Dodgers is not – it's not they – they don't have that stronghold that they once did on this division. They really – Really don't because there was many times we've done the show where they would just had that division just on lock. Where it wasn't even, mm-hmm. it wasn't even close. But like I said, they're on top right now. You got the Diamondbacks up there. I would not count the Padres out. Nope. And like I said, you you never you never know. Like I say still a lot of baseball to be played, but the Dodgers don't have like a chokehold on this division like they, like they used to in in previous seasons. It's not it's more know. wide open right now. Yep. So. Say like I say, it could be totally flipped around. Come come two weeks when we come back looking at these standards, a lot of these standards and everything. Mm-hmm. But you look at like I said, you got you got the Rays on top of the division. You got the Rangers on top in the um, AOS. You got the Pirates on top. I mean, you got the Diamondbacks right up there. So it's 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 some interesting teams. Like some of these teams that were like you know in previous seasons that they've been at the bottom of the division, they right at the top. They contending right now. So. It's, it's 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 good to see. You get to go to see some different teams in the mix. Some teams that have been at the bottom kind of start rising to the top. Yeah, it pretty much yeah rising. You know what? That might be the title of this episode. There you rising, go. There you go. There you go. To <laughs> rise to the top. Yeah. There we go. We can, we got a title for this episode. Beautiful. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I, I like. I like that. All right. All right, but that is all for me. Thank you as always, Jay. Anything you want to plug and promote, sir? Yes. So, um, I think last episode I mentioned that I took somewhat of a little break from movie talk. I actually almost took a full month off between episodes um, because of something that was brought up when before we started talking about uh, 
this up well uh, before we started recording this episode. Um little thing called work <laughs> got in the way. Mm-hmm. Um so I didn't get to do April the way I wanted. You know, I only did the one episode, Caddyshack. Um, but I re- I did kick off May because every May I do May action. That's what I that's what I call May May action month. And this month it's all about Jackie Chan. So um, I I started I started it off with episode two eighty four with Rush Hour. Um, so that's the movie I did to kind of get back in the swing of things. And the next episode that I'll be doing will be Rumble in the Bronx. So, yeah, it's all about Jackie Chan this month. Oh, okay. There you go. I like that. Can't go wrong with Jackie Chan movies. I like that. <laughs> and as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23, as well as at the Moneymaker 315. Follow this show's Twitter account at Slam underscore podcast, as well as Instagram at the Grand Slam podcast also be on the lookout for the latest episode of three and out podcast me and jd recorded earlier this evening talking about aaron Rodgers, lamar jackson the draft and we'll also be back next week the schedule release comes out on thursday so we'll be back next tuesday talking about that so that look out for that episode down the line as well um jay any last words to close out this episode um, you know what? I really, I, I don't have nothing, really. Yeah, yeah, I don't have anything. Don't have anything. Um, <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, don't have anything. Uh, check out Tony Gwynn and Shohei is a freaking Chico. <laughs> that, well, okay, okay, okay. Um, well, also, um. Uh, Vita, Vita Blue. Blue, yeah, yeah, check him out. Yeah, check him out. Yes, another guy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna look up some of his highlights. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely because, like I said, I I had never heard that name before because it's always like the name. Even if I hadn't seen them play, I at least had heard the name and knew something about. This is the one guy I knew absolutely nothing about, so I'm very curious to see what kind of pitcher he was because from his numbers and stuff, he seemed like he was pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all for me. You guys take care. Be safe as always. And we will see you in two weeks. Peace. Peace.